everyone, and welcome to Education Checkup. I'm Johnette Magner. We're a weekly podcast here at KTBS, and we cover what is happening in education in Northwest Louisiana. I am joined today by my co-host, Dr. Philip Roseman. He is a cardiologist, but today he is a champion of education in Louisiana. He's past chairman of Blueprint Louisiana, a past chair of the Greater Shreveport Chamber of Commerce, and a past chair of the LSUS Foundation. Isn't that correct, Dr. Roseman? That's correct. Okay, well, welcome, and would you like to introduce I would. our wonderful we have, guest? Uh, we're spotlighting successful schools, and uh, today we're spotlighting uh, Blanchard Elementary School, and we have with us Michelle Burgess, who's principal, uh, and uh, Christian Stokely, who's the coordinator, and looking at their CVs, they've spent a lot of time uh, at Blanchard Elementary School, each one of them over 20 years at the school, and uh, that says a lot about the school. But we we uh, uh, looking at all the data from the school performance scores showed how well y'all have done as a school and how much improvements have been made in the school over the last few years, I think, in the case of uh, Blanchard. And uh, just tell us a little bit about your Blanchard Elementary, a little bit about your walk with Blanchard Elementary, and. Uh, uh, more about the school. Well, this is my 31st year at Blanchard Elementary. Wow. And um, I attended Blanchard Elementary as a student. I, we, my family moved to Shreveport in 1977 and I was in the fourth grade. So I attended Blanchard Elementary from fourth through sixth grade, then went to Northwood High School from seventh through twelfth grade. So Blanchard is my home. It's the only place I've ever been and it is a wonderful place to be. Yeah, uh, uh, the school has been there, what, 50, 100 years? The school, <laughs> the school's been there, um, 40? Uh, it's been there 80 years, wow. right at 80 years. My heavens. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. we had this 75th anniversary in 2018. Well, tell us a little bit about the Blanchard community. What makes it so special to you just while we're talking about well, I still live in Blanchard myself, so I've never left. Um, it is a close-knit community. Um, everybody helps everyone. Everybody knows everybody. Um, I'm now ha having students, kids and grandkids there, and so it's, it's just a place where people love to live and they don't want to leave. Yeah. Well, listen, let's talk a little bit about the school and, uh, and uh, how it got to where you are now and what the future holds for Blanchard. But, Tell us a little bit about uh, what you think are the keys to your success. Well, keys to our success is trusting what the district has put in front of us and following through and making sure that the teachers are teaching the tier one curriculum that needs to be taught, but also meeting the kids where they are and growing them from where they are and just helping them improve and just meeting the kids where they are. Main thing is our school has changed. We are a pre-K through third grade school now. So I call it a foundational school. We really need to lay the foundation of reading and math with the students. And um, our fourth and fifth graders that we used to have, they go to Donnie Bickham now. So we really focus on foundational skills with our students at our school. Let me ask you this because that's, it's become, you know, from the statewide perspective, local perspective, we're all talking about literacy. We're all talking about the Correct. same thing as having children to grade level 
uh, by the third grade to be able to, to, to read. Mm -hmm. um, I guess that's the focus of, of, and what do you think about what they call the Mississippi miracle that, that has the Louisiana miracle on what we're doing different about literacy? Well, we had a little bit of a miracle on our test scores last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, that process is tr tremendous from trusting the tier one curriculum, but also with our RTI process, which is response to intervention, which we're taking, I'll let Ms. Stokely talk a little mm -hmm. bit about that in a second, but we're taking the kids where they are and they walk, go to a different teacher's classroom that can help in that area. And so we're specifically keying in on each child. And I'll let Ms. Stokely talk a little bit about RTI. Well, learning to read is a process and it's sequential and they have to start in one area and, and master that skill before they move on. And we take the data that we get in, in our universal screeners at the beginning of the year and start the students off in groups. And we group them according to um, not a high, medium, or low status, but what skill did they struggle on first? And so we put those, those students together in a group. And when they master that skill, they're moved to the next group immediately. So they're, they're never sitting and waiting for everybody else to, to, to master the skill. Once they master it, they move on to the next group. The teachers are constantly analyzing data and progress monitoring and testing weekly so that the student, so they know where the students are and they can move them and they're not stagnant. You know, I remember not long ago hearing someone say that up until third grade, you learn to read. And then after third, you read to learn. Is that accurate? I believe that. I believe that. I think that there's there so many skills um, that have to be, that have to be um, mastered before you can master the next one. So they spread this in the curriculum. They're spread out through through third grade, pretty much. There's there's a, several skills in third grade that they're still learning that are that they have to master before they're fluent, really truly fluent. Yeah, so if kids aren't reading then in third grade, they their fourth grade is just it too makes difficult. it tough makes it very tough. Yeah, because they're reading to understand which, once they re reach fourth grade, they have to read it to understand it themselves. They don't have someone that can constantly spend the time to with them that they need to teach them the foundational skills that they should have learned earlier. Right. And it just, it puts them further and further behind. But another thing I'd like to say about our school and our RTI team is all hands on deck for RTI. Our paraprofessionals are helping, our enrichment teachers, music, art, PE, library, they're helping as well. So every, it takes everyone, and I, and I stress that every year at the beginning of the school year, our performance scores and our success takes everyone at the school, from the custodians to the cafeteria workers to our counselor, everyone at our school, all the teachers, it takes everybody. So you have custodians literally working with the children? Well not with the foundational part of this, but it takes them, you know, moving desks around, moving chairs around so the enrichment teachers will have a place with the kids. And so, I mean, it, it does, it takes everyone, everyone on campus. Now it seems like this response to intervention and the use of data is kind of taking the whole accountability thing and going from the big talking about schools to talk about mm -hmm. individual students. Right. Because you're changing 
way you do things for individual students and you're accountable for that. Correct, correct. Yeah. And it's our, our school performance score when we had fifth grade was really rocking really high. And so then we dropped down to where we had just pre-K through fourth grade. So our school performance score was based on third and fourth grade that year. Well, now we only have one testing grade, which is third grade. And so it's hard to depend on that one grade level to yeah. have. And that's why we were so happy this year because usually the third graders, when they test the very first time, it is a struggle and it is different. They haven't seen a standardized test and they don't know anything about it. And so, you know, the teachers are teaching them. So everything that they do on that standardized test is a success because that's the first time that we get to see a true standardized score for them. We watch our data for tests that we give at the beginning, middle, middle and the end of the year. And we watch our data all through grades and everything. But to see that score for the very first time is it's really different when it's just third grade. Yeah, I think it's important to say that you you know y'all are testing all along to kind of see how the children are going. So it's Correct. not a surprise, uh, you know, mm -hmm. oftentimes. Uh, you kind of know what's going on and you're able to help those individual children that need the most help in the more special True. long True. time. Uh, you, you wrote about whole brain teaching uh, so this is her baby. This. I'm gonna let her whole talk about teaching. whole brain teaching. Okay. Um, whole brain. I learned about whole brain teaching when I was teaching kindergarten, and um, it changed my whole world. Um, it's multi-sensory. They students use their whole brains to learn. Um, they they use gestures. The, they teach each other. They um, they listen. They speak. They they use every part of their brain while they're learning and it just it hits every learning style in a fun way and and there's also other parts to it attention getters and things like that but it it just makes such a huge difference the main part is that i love when i go in the classrooms and see are the students talking to each other yes. and teaching each other and for them to be able to talk <coughs> and to move and to do things it's it's huge and it it's is. very successful. I mean, it sounds like whole brain teaching, uh, kind of like we all have different learning styles, mm -hmm. but does that not help you overcome certain learn? You have to learn in all different styles uh, to be successful. So does that help people who are not really learners by reading or exactly. learn to learn the other way? Exactly. The teacher is delivering the material in a way that um, hits every student because they're teaching, they're they're speaking, and the students are listening. So if you're a listen, you know, if you're an auditory learner, you're gonna you're gonna get the material. If you're uh, if you like to move, if a student likes to move around, there's a lot of gestures and movement in it as well. Every learning style is hit because the teacher delivers it that way. It's a it's a um, very active way of teaching, mm -hmm. um, and you have to be on really on but it's so much fun yeah. it makes your day go by faster it, it the kids have so much fun doing it and they're learning the whole time they don't even realize it well now uh, you also talk some other schools have also talked about this professional learning community and i've read about it and it just really seems neat i mean uh, uh how you are able to learn within a building uh, and to better yourself within an individual building. Tell us about professional learning community, how you've uh, gotten that into Blanchard and what that means to the teachers. 
Well, professional learning communities are scheduled every Wednesday at our school during our teachers' planning time. And they meet with each other along with administration team. And they, we look at student work, we look at curriculum, anything that you know they wanna talk about, learn about. It could be a teacher that is having trouble getting something across to their students and then their teacher may have a different idea and approach about teaching it. They share and help each other. But the main thing is, is the teachers communicating with each other on how they can help students improve. And do you find that being, do, do teachers get into that and, and uh, at your school or? They really do. They've, um, they've really started to um, love planning with each other and, and just talking through upcoming lessons and, and figuring out what's going to work best. And it, it, you know, we do really a lot of that well. in healthcare too, where you get a group together and you try to make decisions together and you try to learn from each other. Yeah. Uh, Cause you just, you're there at work and that's what you have to do around right. individual mm -hmm. concerns. And I, you know, I, I could see how that could really be uh, something special, you know. It's in, very in beneficial. What uh, we, we've heard a lot about from, from su different successful schools that we, we've uh, interviewed about school climate, uh, about in learning environments. Tell us a little bit about what your school climate is or, and how you've, how you've built a great school climate at Blanchard Elementary. We have a wonderful climate at Blanchard. Uh, our teachers, we do not have a teacher turnover at our school. If our teachers leave, it's to go into a different district or um, into a different profession. But uh, we have a lot of teachers at our school who grew up in our community. And so our, our culture and climate at our school is, is very high. They love the kids. They love the school. Um, it's not hard to get volunteers when you, you need somebody to do something. Everyone pitches in and helps and they're just, they love it at our school. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. You're, uh, uh, we also heard one principal talk about secret sauce, uh, the secret sauce of their school. And, uh, and I won't put you on the spot, but just think about what is it that is the secret sauce for Blanchard? What is it that, that drives the improvement that you do, that drives what y'all do as a, as, a, as a school? Well, I feel like it's, everybody pulls together. Um, everybody's willing, everybody, I would say probably 75% of our faculty and staff live in the community of Blanchard. So I would say Blanchard is our secret sauce and we want where our elementary school is located is in the heart of Blanchard. And um, we have churches who love on us. We have um, former students who are elderly who come and drop gifts off all the time. We have a little uh, group in Blanchard called the Blanchard Ladies Lagney app and they bring little gifts. A lot of them are former teachers. They bring gifts to teachers and adopt teachers and they just, Blanchard is our secret sauce. You know, I was I, actually I, expecting you to say that when you talked about going to school there yourself and growing up there and yes. coming back. I bet you know the parents. I do. And and the parents. Many of them and you've known them long before and the grandparents. Children. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. So there's just there's a lot of yeah. got to be a lot of trust there and is. familiarity. There is. You know, I uh, was raised in North Shreveport. My mother was a school nurse she was. for many, many, many years, and went to 
uh, Blanchard for as long as you've been right. Uh, there. Right. She was there when I was a student and yeah. when I was a teacher. So she 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 loved that school. She, she loved uh, she loved Blanchard, and I loved Blanchard. That's you right. know, as I grew up, you know, there is if there's a secret, there's a real secret uh, that uh, best kept secret in Caddo Parish is That's Blanchard. Right. That's you know right. what a nice environment, nice place. Mm -hmm. um, everybody kind of—it's kind of like Mayberry mm -hmm. um, type <laughs> of right. thing. That's right. Both my kids graduated from Northwood High School. Both of them graduated from college and are successful. It's—it's it's a great place to be. With that said, what's the what's your greatest challenge? What do you see as your greatest challenge going forward? Um, uh, the things that uh, maybe the difficult things, or, or what is your what do you see as as your biggest challenge going forward? Growth, the community of Blanchard growing so much and not having enough space at our school. That would be our, our challenge and our school is old and so we face some challenges structurally, but I would say that would be our, our biggest challenge is growth and you know, having an older building it's that a takes nice a thing lot of to repair. Have, but it is a that challenge. Growth yeah. is is a great thing to happen, but it is challenging sometimes yeah. in an older building. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a couple of questions that are kind of uh, just uh, that we ask everyone at, at the end of our interview, and one of them is any words of wisdom uh, that you might have before you do that. Before you do the words of wisdom, let me tell you what I found very. Uh, interesting about the information you sent me that your your um, your thoughts at your school or your vision of your school is every moment counts every eagle matters why don't you just take up on that one and, and tell me what all you right know. every moment counts every eagle matters every second of the day that we're at school matters and every student teacher faculty member matters and so we just use every moment that we have to educate, and not even educate. Some some of our babies need some social help. They need some loving. They need, you know, to have a hug or tears wiped away or band-aids put on bobos. And you know, that's just part of our day. And so every moment counts, and every eagle matters. And Christian, what 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 would you words of wisdom? Um, trust trust in the districts process that they've put for, forward to us. Um, sometimes it's tough because you have so much going on and you, th you might think you know better, but we've had, um, we've had some, a lot of success with staying the course and trusting, trusting in the process. Let me say I agree totally because as we've sat here and listened to the successful schools, each one of them has taken on that process. Uh, that uh, and not only accepted it but really really put it into practice right. uh, and I think it bears out what's happening with the students what's happening at the schools mm -hmm. the culture of the schools it's all making sense so to those that aren't here which would be the administration and those in uh, the central office that have leadership of the school system you know I think what they're doing is really working and this is Great. you know just uh, bearing that out mm -hmm. or less let me ask you one other person more personal question but not too personal <laughs> but, uh, uh, but the question is about um, 
why why you why are you here as we get older we make a decision about where we want to go where we want to live where we want to work um, and um, you uh, uh, built living here in the northwest part of Louisiana but tell us why what what's good about Shreveport Bossier why should people uh, stay here live here move here well it's a wonderful place to raise your children to have a family to work um, I received all of my education in Caddo Parish, even through college. So uh, if you want to be successful, you can be successful. You have to find a place where you're happy and you're willing to be. And um, I found my happy place the very first time I ever accepted a job outside of college. And I'm happy to be where I am. And I, I was happy to raise my family and educate my family in Caddo Parish schools. Right exactly what she said <laughs> i mean exactly okay. I, it's just a great place um i have three boys and i'm so thankful that i have the community of blanchard and and the school the job everything it, it's a great place to be well, i know the people of blanchard really do support this school and and they really do. do love what you're doing for the children and we do too uh you know it's uh important to for us to be able to see what's going on in education for those that are seeing to see the good things going on there's it's not all bad oh, a lot no, of good no, things not happening at all. Uh, all over our community so we just want our babies at our school to have a good foundation when they leave us to go to fourth grade wherever they go to school um we just want them to be educated yeah. and have that foundation well, thank you very much Thanks thank for being thank here. Thank you all for having us. Thank yes, you. and thank you for joining us for Education Checkup. You can view our other podcasts anywhere you listen to them or go to our website at k2bs.com slash podcast. Have a good day.